What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that Snack Poly Cupcakes. And we are just going to hop right into it. We're back. We have to do this ad really quick, and then we've got a great episode for you. We're going to talk about some league news and everything else going on, going on around the league. The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly no matter what. Take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a bid game with the same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any game in week one. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey. Indiana or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on? We had a little uh, <coughs> hiccup there. I didn't think you were going to intro tell me. them. Don't tell them, Polly. Well, you know. We're honest here. And this is a brand new studio, brand new location. We're just coming in hot with all this stuff. Uh, Capstones, we've got a great episode for you today. I've literally forgot how to fucking podcast, so we're going to learn that all together. And we're going to be talking about league news, who signed who um, since our two-week hiatus. And additionally, we'll be talking about uh, the moves or lack thereof that the, the Capitals have made as of recent. So, uh, you know, I'm popping a little, little uh, prematurely, but, Polly, what do you say we just get right into it? Yep. One, two, three. All right. So, let me get my outline here. Polly, what do you think of the new studio, bud? Yeah, I, uh, I love it. You know, when we first started this together... We mm-hmm. wanted this looking at each other setup, right? And the last place wasn't big enough, so right. Kind of excited that we're not like in each other's lap now. Oh well, I thought it was quite intimate, to be completely honest. But uh, I guess you don't. Okay. It was, but it makes the other moments in life more special. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. 
we're testing this thing out, making sure all of our levels are good, but I think everything kind of, uh, you can hear me clicking around furiously probably. Sorry if that makes you uh, annoyed, but Capstans, I mean, let's, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Polly, what's the first, what's the first thing on the docket? Yeah, so we are in the midst of the long overdue Women's World Championships. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, wait, background on this is that it got canceled last year? Yeah, so it was canceled because of COVID. Right. Um, and then it was canceled this year because of COVID, and then they rescheduled it for now. Okay. And the whole thing about it, it there was a bit of drama when it first got canceled because it was they were just going to say, like, we're just not going to have it. Yeah, there was no contingency. <laughs> Contingency plan, um, whereas they made the men's tournament happen, and they had all kinds of other tournaments happen, and one could argue that when it comes to world championships, the women's tournament is the most significant, because the men's game, it's kind of like all the guys whose teams got eliminated from the playoffs, a lot of stars don't play because they're hurt, Right. whereas... The women's game is growing, but the pro leagues don't get nearly the exposure that the international does. And so this is really their big show. So it's it's good that they were able to make it happen. Um, that's why I have my PWHPA Hillary Knight jersey. Let's go. Team USA. I'll be wearing a Team USA jersey for the next episode. Um yeah, and when you say, like, a big deal, like, this is what the athletes train the most for. Yeah, I mean, this is... Other than the Olympics. International play for women is their NHL. Sure, no doubt. Yeah. All right. So, you know, we'll do a little uh, brief rundown, and I don't think the tournament will be over by the next time we record, so the next uh, probably two weeks we'll be talking about it. Um, so this is the first tournament since 2019 in any women's international hockey. The uh, Team USA won the gold. They beat the host Finland 2-1 to one in a shootout. The, like we said, 2020 was canceled. They also compete in a tournament called Four Nations. Okay. Which is U.S., Canada, Finland, Sweden. That hasn't happened since 2019, or 18. So it's been a long time coming, getting them back on the ice together. And it's kind of one silver lining of the delayed tournament is that we're not very far from the Olympics now. So we're going to have like a little bit of a back-to-back. Right. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, Before we get into the tournament, just some stuff I've probably already talked about, but just to get you a little jazzed up for Team USA. They've won the last five world championships and world championships in the women's game, maybe even men's, don't take place on Olympic seasons. So this goes back to like 2013. Okay. And uh, plus the Olympic gold in 2018. Seems like wise scheduling. Yeah, I mean, you can turn around and do another tournament two months later. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. In the world championships, Canada has the most with 10. USA could tie that. If they win this year. This year, let's go. Uh, Team USA has won the last four 
four nations tournaments. Like I said, last one was 2018. So I think that would have been the fall following the Olympic gold medal. Trending up. Yeah. And so, so far in the tournament, they have one one game, 3 nothing over Switzerland. Hillary Knight had a nice assist to Brianna Decker, if what I remember. Beast. And they are currently beating, let me check, it was 2 nothing. Let me check, refresh my feed here. And... Yeah, after two periods, Team USA is beating Finland two to nothing, and they play Russia on Tuesday. Here I have the they they well Russian Olympic Committee right on Tuesday, <laughs> Canada on Thursday the twenty sixth, and then they will get into qualifying. Nice. So uh, somebody you may know. Elizabeth Rottenhouse Henry has commented, who has the worst hairdo, Polly or Merkel? I'm going to go ahead and ignore that because somebody used my legal name. But I'm going to say you, dude. You don't like this bun? I mean, you're finally able to bun it up. Yeah, I love it. It's like a small little sprout atop your head. Do you see, though, how it's getting spiky on the sides? Yes. Like, I'm going to have to get it shaved again. Yeah, you got to get it edged up. You got to get your... Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, your hair grows so slow. I know. It's I'm like just painfully slow. I'm uh, genetically inferior. Yeah, I mean, you do not have... It's It's been proven by science that you do not have the muscle composition of an elite power athlete. As I do, again, proven by science. So, thank you, 23 and Me, for something that I will never let the world live down. Yes, that is an accurate <laughs> way of phrasing that. Um, I, for, uh, dude, I, like, I'm so, I feel so out of place right now. I don't even know how to, like, podcast anymore. It's just so weird. New, new studio, new setup. It's all crazy. But, uh, moving along, back to hockey... Darnell Nurse signed an eight-year, $74 million contract with the Edmonton Oilers on Friday, on Friday uh, which at this point, that was probably like two Fridays ago. But yeah. that begins next season, an average annual value of 9.25, nine and a quarter. Uh, fifth highest paid defenseman in the 22-23 season. Woof. So when we were talking to... Uh, the Oilers, like different Oilers podcasts, different Oilers people, like we were both really high on Darnell Nurse. I like him because he's physical and he's a puck moving defenseman. Yeah. You know, he may lose his way every once in a while in the defensive zone, but I feel like he can teach that. You know, he has everything there, right? But, uh, whoa, that's a lot of money. I mean, how did the oil, first of all, how do the Oilers have this much money? You know, they just, they just bought Duncan Keith and then, you know, McDavid, Dreisaitl are both making fuck you money. I mean, how, how does they, they have these albatross, well, you could call them albatross contracts in the sense that they're just the number value, but they, they're paying like three guys, like 50% of the, of the cap, it seems. Yeah. They've got to have like seven guys making a mill. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays <laughs> off. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, it, it's, you could tell though, the end of last season that 
McDavid was so frustrated with how the defi- the de- the defense broke down in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it looked bad. I mean, I've seen better defense in beer league. Yeah, not from us, though. Not from us, never. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. Good luck, Oilers. <laughs> yeah. A uh, little ex-caps news. The Islanders did take Richard Panic from Detroit, along with the second-round pick for Nick Letty. I like this move. So, Panic's expensive in a flat cap era, not in a regular era. Forget how much he's making, three or four, uh, I think. And that's kind of why the, uh, the Caps had to dump him to Detroit, who had a ton of room. I think that um, I'm not sh- I mean, you know, it's Nick Letty. Who, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a defenseman? Sounds right. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, not that it really matters, but we Caps fans will see Richard Panic next season as an Islander. I think that he is going to fit perfectly in with Barry Trot's system. Surprise, surprise. As if he doesn't have any experience with it. I like this pickup. You know what? I think Panic's like a really good player and... and his stats and his underlying stats prove that night in and night out. I don't know where he gets all this hate from or, you know, any hate at all. He's a good third or fourth liner straight up and a big body. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice if the caps could keep him, but obviously right in their business, they couldn't. Yeah. But, uh, I completely agree. He's going to be big in New York. Yeah, and you know, of course, you know, I bet, look, I'm calling it now. First game uh, against the Islanders, Richard Panic probably has two goals. You mean against the Caps? Yeah. Yeah. Calling it right now. If not if not two, maybe one. But I'm calling, I'll, I'm comfortable with two. I bet he buries two. Do you think Vron is going to hang up a hat trick? <laughs> when, so he's still in Detroit. When he's against us, no, I think I think that uh, <coughs> I think that the Russians on the team have his number. Yeah, Kuzi's gonna shadow him. <laughs> uh, you know the Kuznetsov's not gonna play that that man on man D. No, no, probably not. All right, you're well, more likely to get it from Ovi. Right? Yeah, I would love to see Ovi just clean Verona out just once. Yeah. Just, just like, welcome back, kid. Right. Just to remember who's daddy. Yeah. <laughs> he is daddy. Yeah. Um, moving on, though. The wild sign, uh, Goligoski. You know, this is a guy who's always been just solid. Uh, maybe underrated, even, if you will. Uh, offensive defenseman, I believe. I, I yeah. I don't even know what hockey is anymore, to be honest. Uh, and then, finally, Joe Thornton. Signed a one-year contract with Florida. Finances were not disclosed yet. They probably are already out, but, you know, we're behind the ball a little bit. Interesting. Jumbo Joe still, you know, he's brinking on ageless wonder levels here. Yager levels, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a good place to retire. Sure. Hey, financially, why not just get that extra money? Yeah. Be coached by Quinville, I believe, still? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Florida had a lot of promise through the regular season. They biffed it a bit, but they ran into a wall. You know, I mean, Tampa Bay. The champs. Right. Yeah. Uh, and 
you know, it, it was, uh, that was like Tampa Bay's coming out party for the playoffs of, of last year. Yeah. So kind of, you know, somebody's got to be that victim. And I guess Florida, uh, the Panthers were, and I would love to see a, a larger rivalry there, but who knows? Because, uh, I mean, they, they wouldn't normally play in the playoffs so early, right? Because they'd be Atlantic Division, and then Florida is like the the Panthers are are in my high. They're in the same division. Are they? They're both in the Atlantic. Well, there's only two divisions, and they're not in the Metro. All right, fair enough. That's right. I don't know. All right, like I said, I forgot about hockey. It's it's been a rough. It's going to be a, a really no. R- Wait a minute. Are there three divisions? What are you talking about? In each conference. No, there's two. Jesus Christ. Talk about <laughs> losing credibility right off the bat. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. So we're a bit rusty, as you can tell. Um. Anyways, it was a great matchup. You normally would not see that in any other given year. You can at least say that, right? Florida, Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I think it was needed to right. start that rivalry that you want. Yeah, I mean, that's an interstate rival. We have it. <clears throat> you know, though I would say the distance that separates them is probably more than most. You know, it's probably like D.C. to like Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Or even farther, actually. But <clears throat> anyways, moving on to the actual uh, ageless wonder. Yager says he has no choice but to continue pl- continue playing as he approaches age 50. The club they took over from his father, uh, according to him, partners and sponsors would leave and the club may be done. Jesus, that's a lot of self-proclaimed power. Yeah, right. To, to have over a hockey club. And he is, he is playing like, I guess it would be like a tier two pro team in well, the Czech Republic, right? No, they, they just got promoted because they won the championship in the tier two league last year. He had an assist in the Holy championship. Shit. Well, there it is. Yeah, so it'd be the Czech Republic's Premier League, whatever they call it. Right, right. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. What a beast. Yeah, man. Still beautiful. It's that workout ethic, dude. I t- Every time Yager comes up, I just tell all of our listeners to go and check out the... Uh, like training videos by Yager, right? And so like he put like four or five videos out on YouTube, maybe like six, seven, maybe even more years ago. And it's just him skating around in circles, like ripping pucks in like an 80 pound vet, like vest plus uh, weights on his skates. And he's, he does that workout and then he shoots like, 10 pound plates. Yeah. And, uh, medicine balls. Yeah. <laughs> the dude's a beast. I mean, the work ethic is, is bar none, you know, he snuck into that interview, uh, something like only God can judge me. Like <laughs> that's a little dramatic. <laughs> I mean, you, and also like there's the language bar- barrier there. That might've just been like the closest interpretation, right? Yeah. But only God can judge Yager. Yeah, I mean, 
Yager's the closest thing a human can get besides Obi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, enough about enough about Yager. Henrik Lundqvist, interesting story, announces retirement. Um, his number will be immediately retired in New York City, as it should in Madison Square Garden for the Rangers. Why wouldn't it? Um, you know, uh, a lot of his farewell press has been around the Rangers, which, duh, like, you know, the Caps, he never really played for the Caps, guys. So let's, let's yeah. calm down a little bit. Um, I will say this though. You know, coming back from open heart surgery in the way that he has is great. We're glad he's healthy. This dude has a really bright future. I oh, mean, yeah. whatever he wants to do. I bet he could get into announcing, you know, analysts, or if he just wants to, like, fuck off for a while. He could be a model. <laughs> it, it, he could be. He could be a model. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it's probably not for, like, what, what's the uh, men's warehouse? Probably not for a men's warehouse. Probably for, like, Gucci or something. Yeah, right. Italian suits. Yeah. I mean, Gucci, get him in. Get him in. Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. Yeah. That's what I wore at my wedding. Good suits. Yeah? All right. Well, nice. Why don't you walk us through uh, old old King Henrik's accomplishments throughout his career? Yeah. So there were a lot. Um, but I picked the, looks like I picked six things. Um, so he's sixth in NHL wins. He's seventh in saves, eighth in games played, ninth in starts and time on ice, 17th in shutouts. And he's the only goalie to start his career with seven consecutive 30 win seasons. The only reason that stopped was because of the partial season Mm -hmm. and he has a total of of 11 30 win seasons and the crazy part is I don't think he ever won a Vezna Mm -hmm. I'm sure he was in the talks did he though he had to have right look it up but you know not having that ring is probably his biggest attraction did you see that uh (laughs) fucking Luongo tweeted at him was like uh you know like something like the greatest with no cups <clears throat> yeah uh podcast podcast two goalies no cups yeah <laughs> that would be I would love that you know so, we should hit up Luongo here I wish he would have played for the Caps that would have been amazing yeah no that would be sweet that'd be our end Lundquist did win okay in one Vesna 11-12 yeah okay I was watching his uh, his highlight reel that the NHL put out. I mean, so many paddle saves. Like, I feel like he he pioneered that fucking thing. Yeah, man, he had some really good do uh, duels with OV in the playoffs. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, <clears throat> I can think that the the Rangers at one point were like you know the Caps kind of rival. Uh, and we you know we've talked to the Broadway boys, the other the the New York Rangers podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network here. They uh, they're like you know the Rangers don't really have like a rival. You know, obviously New Jersey and New York, the Islanders, not even Buffalo, due to proximity. But at the same time, like 
nothing really solid, but he does remember, you know, they do remember those series against the Caps. And they were great series. I mean, you know, <clears throat> obviously being overshadowed by the Penguin series, I loved watching the Rangers and Caps go at it. Yeah, it. Uh, when I think back on it, real fond memories of getting really pissed off and yelling at the TV in the student union in college. Yeah, Brad fucking Richards. What a dick. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Love to see it. Hey, good luck to Henrik Lundqvist, and his, and I hope that he stays like somewhat publicly available. Who knows what he's going to do in the, in the future, but you know, in any case, love to see it. Speaking of retirement, <clears throat> Chris Pronger's number 44 will be retired by the Blues. He played from 95 to 04, almost a decade with the club. You know, Pronger is a legend in himself, so I see no problem with him taking the first step, the Blues, that is, uh, and retiring that. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's appropriate. He was a big deal there. I mean, among defensemen in franchise history, he is third in points, assists, and goals. Yeah. I mean, he had 598 games, 84 goals, 272 assists. Uh, that's you know, 12 game-winning goals in that time. He was obviously a huge part of that team. Yeah. And, and you, know, you know, don't negate the PIM totals. The dude was a of absolute monster killing dudes in the corners. Yeah. Know? 931. <laughs> and he wasn't afraid to throw them like he'd throw. Yeah. He did I mean, it all. I loved that, it. That's a solid, like, extra, like, 50% more than games played. Right. So, <clears throat> I have an interesting story about Pronger. When he was with the Blues, uh, Way back when, probably like 2003, um, 02, I had gotten a job at the local, uh, ice rink. Shout out, uh, Reston Ice Rink there. I don't even know what it's called now, but there's an ice rink in Reston. And, uh, in the pro shop, like, that was like the coolest job you could get in the rink. Like, the, the awesome part about it was that we would get, like, all of the awesome, like, like, brochures or like dealer manuals of like what the offerings were with the sticks and stuff and things like that. Obviously we would take like the, the head of the pro shop would like order whatever it was, but we would get to see like SKU numbers and everything else. And like the literature that all of the brands would bring out. And this was back when like one pieces, like the Eastern synergy was, you know, the big thing, TP, TPS response. I don't know the big yellow stick. You remember that shit? Um, <clears throat> so like two pieces were being like phased out this time. And I remember grabbing the one piece Bauer and I was like, I am like hanging on this thing. I can't get it to bend. And I see in this same, like in the Bauer, uh, brochure is curse pronger basically at the point of contact, like, in the middle of a slap shot, having this thing almost bent in fucking half. And I was like, God damn, look at Pronger. This dude's a beast. Like, how does that even, you know, I, and I'm here, like, you know, I'm, like, 16 years old trying to, like, lean on it, trying to, like, test the flex. I can't even get this thing to move. It was so stiff. And this dude's got it bent in half, just like nothing. Loving it. Yeah. 
There's Chris Pronger for you. That's my most fond memory of Chris Pronger. I think mine was when he uh, put Justin Bieber into the boards. <laughs> That's old Pronger. That's like retired Pronger. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that's always that's always solid, um, <clears throat> and you know he's a big part of every team after he left uh, St. Louis. You know, even with Philly, all the way I think he went. Lake he Curry. went to three cups. Yeah, Dude's I mean, he mixed. got one one victory, but obviously, if the cups following you, yeah. you're a big deal. Yeah, he what he won it with the Ducks. Yeah, so he went to Edmond, Edmonton right after St. Louis. Yeah. They lost to Carolina, I yeah. believe. And then he went to the Ducks. They beat New Jersey. And I think he was with Philly when they lost to L.A. Yeah. No, I'm or, sorry, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. He's definitely a legend. Um, spent the most time with the Blues, so... Very warranted that they would. They took some time. I think the Blues took some time to retire that. You know, he's been out of the league for quite a while now. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. City. Uh, last last part of news. The city of Glendale will not renew the the Yotes lease, but Bettman is confident they will stay in the Phoenix area. They're eyeing out Tempe, Arizona. Uh, man, it just seems like we've said it before on this podcast. Two steps forward for the Yotes and like a million steps backward every fucking time. Absolutely. And it's it's like who do you blame at this point? Is it ownership? Is it is it the management? I mean, it it just seems like they make these leaps and back like they make these things these steps forward and then it to the bottom just falls right out. It's just fake news. It's weird. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a dumpster fire of a franchise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> if it came to a point where they needed to be relocated, what right. city do you think they should go to? Um, <clears throat> keep it in the U.S. I've heard San Antonio. I've heard Houston. Yeah. Houston would be sick. You know, um, They've got an AHL team. I would. Houston is is big enough to support it, and they have tons of land out there and no zoning and ready to throw money at anything. It seems, but Austin. Just I'm just thinking cities. Austin is like a big hipster city. I don't know. I mean, they're on the coast there. I don't know if they would like love that as the city in general, but. Mm-hmm. That would be a cool city to have a team in, I would think. Yeah, and I like what about Utah? You know, they've they've got a basketball team. The Winter Olympics have been there. Like Utah's gotta have hockey fans. Fair enough. Yeah, and then they'd be right there by Vegas. That's true. I don't think there's enough people in Utah to support a hockey team. Yeah, I mean. It'd be the same season as hockey. It'd be like the Salt Lake City? Is that where you like... I think it's where the Jazz are. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody does say, William Bass, shout out. He says, I fuck with Polly's look. Thank you. Hell yeah, brother. Thanks, man. (laughs) Um, Speaking, though, Salt Lake City, maybe. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 
Interesting that you bring up Utah. I'm not sure they're interested in having a, a hockey team, though. I don't know. I mean, it's it's very – where does that team go? I think a lot of people – I mean, you know, the go-to is always like Quebec, right? Like if you just yeah. – any team wants to relocate, put them in Canada, put them in Quebec, Quebec will be something. But I don't think that that jives at no. all. No, and I think I think the Canadians are enough. Yeah. Seriously. So – I'm. Gl- I want them to stay in, in in Arizona. By the way, personally, I would. You know, I think that you know with uh, with Wayne Gretzky being there and and everything that the the history of the Phoenix area and the Phoenix area is incredibly large. You know, like Glendale, Phoenix, Scottsdale, like those are all like really like clumped together cities. They're almost all in one. Uh, though I'm sure that Corey and Richie would disagree that they're yeah. the same thing. Uh, you know, I think that I think that. Uh, they deserve their spot there. They've been fucking hoeing the hard road for decades now. Keep them there. Make it fucking work. There's obviously a fan base there. You know, whether it's ownership or management, fix the problem and keep them going. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's well, talk. Oh. Speaking of Texas. Yeah. Will's from Texas. Texas guy. Oh, shout out yeah. Will. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Talk to Caps? Yep. Here we go. All right. So we've got a little bit of news with the Washington wraparound here. Uh, Craig Anderson, possibly the, <laughs> the best 2020-2021 free agency signing, instead of retiring ha- at age 40, has signed a one-year league men 750K contract with the Sabres. Jacob Verona agreed to a three-year contract with Detroit Red Wings on Tuesday. That ended up being um, five and a quarter. Is that right? Um, <laughs> so we, we told you that we would we would keep you up on this, and I it's it's a three-year deal. It's five and a quarter. Two years. I, oh, it's two years. Two year. Six point seven. Nope. No. Sorry. No. That's that's an old article. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Three year. Yeah. Uh five point two five. Yes. Five and a quarter. Okay. And I don't hate it as much what we're paying Mantha five seven five, something like that. <sighs> I don't know, dude. I mean it's it's a tough call. Mantha is by the by the advanced stats crowd a bit better on the defensive side of the puck. He's a bigger body. He fits in with the way that the Caps are going to play. I think he fits in with Laviolette's style a little bit more, and I think the relationship kind of soured in a bad way with Verona. Yeah, and plus the whole transaction allowed getting rid of Panics. Right. Cap. So I mean. You kind of, it's not really correct to go Verona Mantha right ahead because we unloaded Panic too. So That's true. You got to look at what he's getting paid and then throw that into the conversation if you're going to be fair here. That is true. I didn't even think about that, Polly. That's a very good point. So, listen, we're stuck with Anthony Mantha. I think the dude's going to ring him up next year. He, I thought he was one of the better players in the playoffs. I'm okay with it. 
I think that he would have, he's just a different player than, than Verona. Uh, but he still possesses that great skate, skating stride and the ability there along with a finishing ability. So I would like to see him on a line with Tom. Yeah. And I mean, like he's such a big body, even if he's not banging, he takes up so much space. Yeah. You know, gotta love it. Whereas Verona maybe was invisible in certain shifts for long periods of time. And I think that was the big gripe against him in DC. So I think Verona is like, it's good for both parties though. Think about it. Like Verona is going to be a leader in Detroit cup winner knows the way knows how to do it. Hopefully he spreads the good mojo against the, uh, or Juju against, you know, with, with Detroit who is not ready to be making a run, but Mantha, who is going to be approaching the prime of his career, is ready to go and work and play for a contender. And I think that we are one. So have it. You know, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that the arbitrator wasn't like three million. Then it would have been like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the Washington Capitals have signed forward Michael Vecchioni in a, to a one year, two way contract. Uh, Leagueman at the NHL level, 195K in like the AHL or in Hershey on August 5th, 28 year old recorded 10 points, seven goals, three assists in 18 games with the Colorado Eagles of the American Hockey League last season, tying for the third most on the team. You know, remember that the AHL had a really abbreviated season, so they were probably like playing like 25 games, maybe. Yeah. So. Quick update. Yeah. My girl, Hillary Knight, makes yeah. a 3 nothing Team USA. Let's go, USA. A lot of love it. Gotta love it. That away, Knighter. <laughs> the Washington Capitals have re-signed Ilya Samsonov to a one-year, $2 million contract. Now, I like this move. I like this move a lot uh, because, you know, it's it's you can't give a guy who had the past three year, two years – two and a half years that Samsonov has had with the Caps all that money. He has not proven himself. He's still not a number one. And I think that in camp, him and VTech are going to be going head to head. Yep. I know you're a VTech guy. Yeah. And I think it's kind of fucked up that he's making like one and a half million more right. than VTech. But VTech will have his time. Uh, honestly, without being at the practices and seeing what's going on, I would would want to start VTech. Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, would yeah. would you announce that in the room? Say VTech's number one, or just put him with like Ovi in camp? I mean, I'd give VTech the nod and maybe start the season off with a a two for one rotation. Interesting. Interesting. I think that they'll have it figured out by camp. Um, and if it's not Samsonov, he's going to have to be looking in the mirror pretty fucking hard. Yeah. And that's why that you have this one-year contract. This is good for the club because he's got a lot to prove, and this is his year. If it's if it's going to happen, it's going to be this year. If not, he's going to be taking league minimum with somebody else. Straight up. I believe that. So, we'll keep an eye on that. I hope that it it pushes him farther, honestly. Um, on August 12th, the Washington Capitals have loaned 
forward Damian Riott to the Lusane, Luciane, Lusane, HC of the National League in Switzerland. So Riott will be eligible to return at the conclusion of the National League's 21-22 season. It should be shortly. August 13th, the Bears signed Jordan Subban, P.K. Subban's brother, to a one-year AHL contract, the 26-year-old younger brother of Malcolm Subban's uh, and New Jersey's P.K., has 223 career AHL games. So interesting stuff with, with Hershey. But, I mean, that's really kind of all we've got for Caps news. Uh, next week, what are we going to be talking about? Who knows? I don't know. We have to record <laughs> it soon. But uh, Caps fans, I mean, for the most part, that's really all that we've got with the with the Washington Capitals right now. It's been a slow off season, but I like that. I think that it takes a lot of gumption uh, and, and some pretty heavy stones on the GM's part to stay and do nothing. Yeah. I, Especially I after the seasons we've had. You know, that's you, you got to have the, the courage to have confidence in your guys. Exactly. So, Caps, there's nothing to, nothing to, I mean, this should have been expected, honestly. We had no room to really make anything happen, but who knows what free agency will hold. GM, uh, BM is not afraid to pull any triggers. So, not a lot to report. Sorry, it's been kind of, uh, you know, not a lot of news to talk about. But tune into us on Thursday. We'll have something good for you. Until then, thanks for, t- thanks for staying with us throughout the summer. We'll be with you all summer. I hope you liked the uh, backup stuff we did or the pre-recorded stuff. Until next week, Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Podnet on social and the Hockey Podcast Network.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>